0: Should I quit air travel to save the planet? Thanks for asking. With the notable exception of travel restrictions in the last two years, the airline industry has gradually been transporting more and more passengers for decades now. While that continued growth is impressive, we have to recognise that along with it come certain undesirable effects on the environment. After all, flying is far from being the most eco-friendly means of transport. Right now it's responsible for around 2% of global carbon emissions but that could grow to as high as 16% by 2050. Now that the climate crisis is all the more undeniable, could we see the general trend reversing at some point? Certain environmentalists gave up flying long ago to limit their carbon footprint. Greta Thunberg is one prominent example. She last took a flight in 2015 and many other less well known people have also done the same. Over 4,500 have pledged not to take a plane in 2022 with charity Flight Free UK. Back in 2019, The Guardian dedicated a feature to some of these no-plane pioneers, such as a British environmental sociologist who was taking a month-long round trip to travel to Beijing from the UK. The no-fly movement emerged from Greta Thunberg's native Sweden, and is linked to the idea of fleek scam or flight shame, that we discussed in a past episode of Do You Really Know? Can individuals really make a difference? Well, it's a start, but larger scale action will be needed. Amsterdam's Schiphol Airport recently announced that it would cap the number of flights arriving at the airport to 440,000 per year from 2023 onwards. That's an 11% reduction compared to pre-pandemic numbers in Europe's third busiest airport. Further encouragement can be taken from the Dutch government's stance on the matter. It's the airport's majority shareholder and explained that the reason behind the decision is to reduce pollution. You could see it as a rare example of the climate being prioritized over economic growth. The announcement was of course welcomed by green politicians and activists, but on the other hand, European Aviation Association, ACI Europe, said governments shouldn't give in to what they call climate populism. Elsewhere in Europe, France, Austria, Germany and Switzerland have committed to connecting 13 cities by a night train by 2025. Isn't taking the train way more expensive and time-consuming? That's clearly one obstacle, not everyone can afford to take a 14 day trip from the UK to China, even if they're patient enough, and not everyone's employer would be open to that either. But it seems that consumers may be becoming more open to making personal sacrifices for the sake of the environment. A 2019 survey carried out by Ipsos on behalf of the World Economic Forum found that one in seven global consumers would use a form of transportation with a lower carbon footprint than air travel, even if it were less convenient or more expensive. And twice as many would do so if it were as convenient or the same price as flying. There you have it. Now you know why some people are quitting air travel. In under three minutes we answer your questions and help you understand the true meaning behind the trends, concepts and acronyms that are making headlines. Listen along and you will really know for sure.